Every single day I feel Artlist I.O. Every single day I feel the pleasure. Double up the weight, let's make it extra. Working so my mother get a rest, yeah. Working like I never know I'm blessed, yeah. Every single day I feel the pressure. I never can get enough of that song. I never can get enough of that song, man. Welcome back to the What Are You Made Of show here in That One Studio. It's your boy C-Rock back in the building. Another great guest for you today. My guy Kevin Lowe's here, guys. And before we get into introducing Kevin, I just want to thank you for being here. Thank you for your support. We're going to keep rocking and bring guests to you. Um, I'm, I'm building something special here. That one brand is something special. Uh, I've got a lot of feedback from it when, when I'm in the airport wearing the gear, when I'm hanging out in the, the athletic events. People want to know what that is. And they, you know, the logo, for those of you that are listening and haven't seen it, is it's got a one in it, in, in, in between the T and the H. And that one is, uh, is all about being unapologetically you. And uh, I'm very proud of this, and we're going to continue to blow this up and help people. And I want more people to be involved with this. So if you're listening and you're an influencer and you want to be an ambassador to that one brand, and you know, look, make that one brand yours. This isn't about me. This is a brand I'm catalyzing, being a catalyst for, for other people to start stepping into who, and they, who, who they are unapologetically. And so uh, go check out thatonemerch.com, that, the number one merch.com. All right. So without further ado, our guest today is Kevin Lowe. He's a remarkable entrepreneur and transformational coach who has taken the world by storm despite the seemingly insurmountable challenge of losing his sight in 2003. Lowe has never allowed the hard times to rob him of the opportunity to enjoy life. Today, Kevin is a glowing example of what can happen when we find the hidden opportunities within our challenges. Kevin has also found success as a transformational life and business coach and engaging host of the popular podcast, Grit, Grace, and Inspiration. Kevin, welcome to the show. Dude, excited to be here, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, brother. Thank you for being here, man. And, you know, we start the show the same way every time, and that's with this question. What are you made of, Kevin? Yeah, so, you know, I don't want to come across, like, right off the bat, like, sleazy, cheesy salesman. Um, but when I think about it, honestly, like, I go back to my brand of grit grace and inspiration and i think those literally three words are what summarize everything that i'm about and um yeah so grit grace and inspiration all the way love it man i love it that that matches up to the podcast right so that's good so so you're fully aligned with that you're you're all immersed in grit grace and inspiration where did it all like? What, what like? Give us a story, man. Like, I, I want to know your story. Um, you could start wherever you want. I don't want to tell you where to start, but uh, <laughs> give us give us the lowdown, man. No, no pun intended, Kevin Low. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, man. So my story really starts back uh, twenty years ago. So we're back two thousand three. I'm a junior in high school, uh, seventeen years old. Um, really, just living my best life. I mean, I'm a, I'm a junior in high school. Things are going great have my own truck it was a a ford f-150 a 96 raised had big mud tires um always cruising down the beach here in east central florida or out in the woods getting muddy and um and that was life it was it was either in my truck mudding on the four-wheeler out in the woods hunting or you know on the ocean fishing and um then you know i always say you know life was good until it wasn't and that came with the news that I had a brain tumor. And so we we get the, the news that I have a brain tumor, which answered a lot of questions. I had been having 
some health problems. Like I wasn't growing. I, you know, here I am 17 years old, only five foot three headaches every day of my life. Um, and yet the doctors just kept blowing it off of, you know, Oh, it's this or it's that. And, uh, finally though, we, we got me to a new doctor who was like, yeah, something's not right. And, uh, that doctor sent me to a specialist. The specialist sent me for an MRI. The MRI came back with a result that kind of blew the doctor's mind. Um, as he told my mom when he called her on a Friday evening on her way to actually meet me and my stepdad and stepbrother at our boat to, to go up to St. Augustine, Florida for the weekend, um, she got the call and, and he told her, he's like, listen, he's like, I need you to pull over. And so she pulls over and he proceeds to tell her that it's worse than he had ever expected. Um, he said it's a non-cancerous brain tumor um, the size of a plum positioned right in the center of my head. So it literally was in the crosshairs of my optic nerve, had completely encased my pituitary gland and was pressing against my carotid artery. And um, literally, they they gave me at most six months to live if this tumor was not removed. And so as tragic as it all was, as scary as it all was, we had the best medical team in the country. Literally an hour from my home was the leading pediatric neurosurgeon. And everything was going to be great. Literally, I was told I would be back to school in three weeks after surgery. The worst news of all was that he told me I had to stay off my four-wheeler for six months, and um, which I thought was a really big deal and quite just ridiculous. And uh, anyways, um, I went into surgery October 28, 2003, expecting that I was kind of just having this speed bump taken care of. Um, I mean, I said sayonara to all my buddies back in school. It was like, you know, haha, see you later, suckers. Enjoy trigonometry. And um, <laughs> I went, I, you know, I went, I went into the surgery with that attitude. And, um, right. and then everything changed. And that was that I came out of surgery. Um, my life was saved, but at a cost no one ever expected. And that was that I woke up to be left completely blind. Um, and so literally I um, had everything taken from me. You know, we, we talk about my eyesight going blind and, and it's a tragic thing to say, but when you really think about the, the depth of that, it took everything, everything that I ever loved, everything that I ever dreamed about, every hope that I had for the future was all gone in an instant. And to be honest, man, I hated this new world with every bit of my being. And um, I literally would just cry every night. I would cry myself to sleep, begging God to, to let me see again. And how could he do this to me? Um, and, uh, and yet, every morning I'd wake up with a smile on my face putting one foot in front of the other and doing what I had to do that day. Um, I would eventually make it back to my high school for the start of my senior year. Uh, so I was basically out of school my entire junior year. Um, and uh, I made it back and I did my ultimate goal. I graduated with my class. 
um, which was a big, big deal. I literally walked across the stage of my high school graduation. And um, I don't think I realized at the moment, and honestly, I didn't realize this until years and years later, what an impact that moment would have is the fact that at that moment, God showed me that even in this new life, I could still do great things. Wow. Wow, man. Yeah. I mean, so go like, like take us through when you, when you woke up, like, 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 did, were you wondering like what the heck's going on? And then like, who told you like, or did they know you weren't going to be able to see after the surgery? Like what, what was the deal there? Yeah. So no. So they literally, the, the doctor came out um, after surgery, let my family know that everything went great. He said the, the whole surgery was a success. The only concern he had was he said that they did have to tug a little bit more on, I think, like the the left um, uh, part of the optic nerve, um, trying to get the tumor off and stuff. But he, he wasn't concerned at all. And so um, it was only, I don't know, a day later or something that, that I started waking up and that's when my mom and one of the nurses found out that I couldn't see. Um, I am a man who loves a good story. And so I always wish that I had a better story because everybody wants to know that pivotal question. What was it like when you opened your eyes and you couldn't see anything? And I always tell everybody, I'm like, I'm sorry to disappoint, but I don't have a good story. It just kind of was. Um, Nothing really went right after surgery. I remained in the ICU for two weeks um, with just every type of medical complication you could think of. And um, I don't remember any of that time. My memory doesn't really come back um, until quite a while later being back at home. And, um, and so all I can tell you is that... Um, the realization of, of becoming blind and what it was like, it was a constant reminder because I said that I'd wake up every morning smiling, but there was something that happened before that. So that every morning, you know, I went to bed begging God to let me see again. And yet every morning I'd open my eyes and I'd see the same thing as I did when they were closed. And it was hard for a really long time. Even though I went through the motions, even though I went back to school, even though I kept doing what I had to do, it was more of like a survival instinct than anything else. Um, and to be honest, I think in the back of my mind, I thought that I would see again, you know, because we, we live in a day and age when, when there's always a medicine, there's a surgery happening somewhere in the world that's going to fix it and yeah. everything is fixable. And, um, and that was the hard thing was, was coming to a point when, when realizing that, that it's not fixable. Um, and that took a really long time. Um, it took way longer than the, the professionals, the counselors would tell my family and stuff. They would always tell them, you know, he should be, you know, moving on, you know, faster by now, you know, he, he needs to to you know embrace this new life um which is just such a jerk of a thing to say to somebody um but um you know i did it my own time and um yeah i mean it was 
It was tough. It was literally life shattering. Yeah. So, and then Kevin, like, what were you talking to? Like, we all talk to ourselves, right? So like, were you saying every morning, like, keep going, just keep going, just keep going. That's what I say to myself every morning, no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. At that time, I don't even think I had any, any self-talk. Um, other than literally it was, just, it was that time of going through the motions. Um, at that point in, in my journey, um, I really just leaned on my faith. And I leaned on my family for support. Um, yeah. Because I always say that I couldn't have done it by myself. I didn't have the strength in me. I literally got my strength from my faith and my family. Um, wow, well, by the way, yeah. by the way, just in case, you know, I know you can hear my voice and all that, but like in case you're wondering, I'm like, I'm really like a good looking dude, like big <laughs> muscles. And I'm like one of the most handsome people on the planet. You know, I got to describe it for you because I know you can visualize still, right? Like oh, you yeah. still have oh, like yeah. a. Oh, of course. Yeah. Imagination. Oh. In, yeah. in your voice, I mean, I figured. I'm like, this guy's blowing me away with the, the dude, sexiness. I'm, yeah. I, like, I really should be a GQ, GQ magazine, like, cover, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. I mean, yeah, you know, it's just fun fun to play that game. But anyway. Of so, course. <laughs> uh, so, so then did you notice, and, and I apologize, if, like, I hope it's okay I'm asking these, all these questions about this because, you know, it's yeah, all, please. obviously curious. But like, did all your uh, did you notice all your other senses start to pick up to com- yeah. compensate? Yeah, of course. Like hearing immediately. Um, hearing was a big thing. I mean, I can remember just. I mean, like uh, a year like after this happened, I can remember my family like being like, "Oh my gosh! Like we can't like whisper around him. We can't. You can't like like fake like like get a candy bar and try to open it on the other side of the house. You know, like Kevin's gonna hear you." Um, but but talking about the senses of the thing that's crazy cool is years later, um, literally fourteen years after losing my eyesight, I actually learned how to see again by harnessing uh, echolocation, and wow. so I literally uh, retrained my brain's visual cortex to see through sound rather than sight, and um, and so kind of like what a, a bat or a dolphin does um yeah. literally i have trained my brain how to do the same thing and so you can definitely say the senses picked up big time with that so wow well you know <laughs> I, i'm a firm believer that you can't get rid of something or lose something without gaining something so yes. with that being the case what would you say that you've gained from all this i think my biggest thing that i've gained is the ability to see people for who they are um you know man like like to be honest i'm gonna be, i'm gonna be straight up and honest with you i've come to a point in my life where sometimes it annoys me when when people the sighted world they already think they know somebody before they ever even talk to them because they see it mm-hmm. i think that's the biggest blessing that i gained from this is the fact that i don't get to see somebody until i get to talk to somebody and right. that's the thing that compelled me with podcasting so much is the ability to get to see people for who they are based solely on the words that they speak, the emotion in their voice. That to me, man, is, is like my, if you want to talk about my superpower, like that's my superpower is getting to that ability to, to get rid of that visual element and just get to see people for who they really are under what they look like 
Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it, man. So from there, uh, t- like, how did you get into podcasting? Yeah, so so podcasting came about, um, that was a pandemic baby. And um, I, I had been a travel agent for seven years. So in 2013, I started my own home-based travel agency. Um, and it was called Better Days Travel. And I booked amazing vacations and honeymoons and, and big cruises and everything. And I did that for seven years up until 2020. And then 2020 came along what was going to be my biggest breakout year ever and threw it in the trash can inside of a week. And uh, I'm stuck at home trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to do. And that's when the idea comes up of, hey, let's, I'm going to finally start a YouTube channel. And so, dude, I get super stoked and excited about the YouTube channel. And I start ordering equipment and I start getting excited about it. And then one day, all of a sudden, it hits me. About the time I'm really starting to spend some money on this whole game. And so I'm like, if I don't have somebody here to film me, to edit the video, you ain't going to be able to do it by yourself. And there's one thing I've learned in my life that the less you can rely on other people, the better off you are. And so I literally was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. What am I doing? Like, send this stuff back. And um, it was my sister who was like, well, why don't you do a podcast instead? And I'm like, what the heck's a podcast? And so she tells me about it. I start listening to podcasts. And quickly I realized, I just found my jam, the world of audio. And, um, and so the podcast started out in May of 2020, um, all about travel, because at that point, I thought I was still going to be a travel agent. And um, so I thought, oh, we'll keep the dream alive. And so I started podcasting about travel, about being a blind travel agent. And um, then quickly, dude, it just took off. Um, once I realized the power that, audio has the power of conversation the power of what i talked about earlier of getting to know people based solely on their story and that just took off and exploded into what it is today and that's it's phenomenal and and what about clubhouse do you remember did you ever get on that (laughs) app clubhouse of course of course i remember clubhouse yes yes how did you how did you first hear about clubhouse Oh my gosh. I don't know. I just remember, I don't even remember how I heard about it, but it was, yeah, it was all the rage. Yeah. yeah. And then did, were you on there participating a lot in the rooms and speaking? And oh all? yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. 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 Well, I just, I mean, I just had a room last night, actually. It's still going on. It's just not the same. Okay. Um, okay. That's they, cool. They kind of screwed They kind of screwed the app up and all that. But again, there's still some relationships <laughs> I have on there where I can just pop in and people just pop in to say hi and, yeah um but it's you know it's not the same but there was a lot of relationships made on that on that platform yes. man yeah you know oh, absolutely. i think somebody else somebody else is going to create something and it's going to it's going to catch um yeah, to, to exactly. take the place but i don't know what it is but they, they just definitely jam that one up but anyway yeah <laughs> um so kevin then to then so then what do you do to monetize now like what kind of businesses since the travel agency is not the thing like what what do you focus on now yeah so i do my coaching um so that's the transformational life coaching uh really kind of specializing in the idea of helping somebody identify their life's purpose. Um, so I feel like that's, that's the, the kind of missing ingredient in a lot of people's lives is we, we go through life just going through motions 
We never actually take the time to figure out, but why am I here? What is my purpose on earth? And so helping somebody to figure out what their purpose is and then design their life around it. So, yeah, so that is the, that is how I monetize. Yeah. I love that, by the way, because, I mean, I'm all about purpose and mission and then, you know, giving yourself some direction from that point from your decision making and all. So 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 what is your framework like when you talk to someone for the first time? Like, how do you how do you talk to people about finding out? Like what if somebody says to you, I don't I don't know what my mission is. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know. How do I figure that out? Yeah, I, the the biggest thing for me is we dive into their story. Is is I find that most of the time our purpose is hidden inside of the challenges we have endured. Me, my purpose, it stems back from from what happened to me going blind. And I find that a lot of people that I work with, it's their life's purpose is in the biggest challenges that they've already overcome, and they're on the other side of that challenge. They're trying to figure out what's next, what's more. And I tell them, we got to go deeper and we got to look back and we got to figure out the lessons learned from the very challenges that you've overcome. And so it's literally just an in-depth, heart-driven, conversation-based coaching, helping somebody come to that realization of, oh, that's how this fits together. Because I always tell people that in life, we all have situations, and a lot of times we have some bad stuff that happens. But I've come to believe in my life that we're able to flip the script on life and flip the script on a bad situation. And if we can figure out how to use a bad situation for good, then was it really bad in the first place? And that's a big part of my coaching is helping people flip the, the script on life, change their perspective, and try to dig deep and identify what is that purpose and now what can we do with it? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, that that's like really creating a situation where nothing's bad. Yeah. <laughs> and that's awesome, you know? Um, yeah. And, you know, you know, the other thing is, like, when you're talking to people, uh, asking them these questions and diving into their story and all that, it's really getting them to do a paradigm shift on perspective, right? And you know, yes. teaching them to cause and create. So, no, I love it. Do you have any interest in going back into the travels part or you miss that at all? <laughs> no, not at all. I, um, you know, I, I loved travel when, when it was good. Um, but all along though, in it, man, I knew it wasn't really for me. Um, I knew that I was supposed to be doing something different and, um, it was, it was filling a void. It was filling a chapter. It served a purpose. And, um, but no, I have no desire to be a travel agent. I only have a desire to travel. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. I love it. Of course, man. I love traveling, man. It's my favorite experiences is the best. So, so like, what do you do now as far as right now? Like, how do you spend your day? Like, what, do, what does a, a typical day look like for you, Kev? Oh man. Typical day for me is I get up around four, four thirty in the morning, uh, get a cup of coffee. I feel like a lot of people got morning routines. Nobody mentions coffee. I'm like, what is wrong with people? So my day starts, <laughs> my day starts with, uh, brewing a cup of coffee and, uh, I drink that, um, start listening to some podcasts. And then, uh, then I'm typically on the computer doing stuff, um, emailing clients, um, going ahead and, and 
planning out the day and uh i just get the day going man and uh and uh then it goes from there a uh, combination of of uh you know podcast interviews um you know that i'm recording for my show doing for other shows coaching calls uh different trainings um there's always something going on in the day and 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 so what are you working on now to continue to learn and develop yourself like what's your focus now i mean any particular podcast books anything like that that you're paying attention yeah, to yeah yeah definitely so i have been in part of a uh, big like 6 month uh, group coaching program right now that has really been like uh, working on the podcast and um in turn the podcast kind of uh helping it out with the seo factor and uh scaling it with with my coaching and stuff so i've been spending a lot of time really putting my effort into that getting my money out money's worth out of it um and then i mean yeah i mean i'm always always signing up for for some type of webinar from another coach learning about you know some new technique that they're advertising of or learning about i'm all about some ai stuff and so i uh i love learning more about that and uh always always just trying to to keep myself knowledgeable you know in in yeah, on the world yeah. and in business and life uh you know i'm i'm all about it love it so what's the vision from here man if i could snap my fingers and 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 create something like what is that what are you going towards my whole thing right now is heading towards a life just fully sustained um not just just sustained but but literally like kind of like that life i love of being able to have the freedom to to travel to have the the freedom financially the freedom just the ability to to just kind of live life on my own terms um i feel like life sometimes is so much dictated by my disability um whether that's my blindness or or other disabilities I have related to damage that the tumor did. And um, I just want to be free to live life each day how I want it. And um, I'm not okay to to fall victim to the idea that that will never happen. No, I'm constantly striving every day to be sure that that will happen. And uh, that's what I want to be. Love it. Now, this might sound crazy, but like, how big is gratitude a part of your life? Oh, gosh. Gratitude is massive. Massive. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, oh, look, yeah. I you mean... know, there's people, there's people that have the physical ability to see, but they still don't see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I agree 100%. No. I, um... and, and yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say to to your your thing of gratitude is um that's literally how I start every day. Um even before that first cup of coffee is I am sure that uh when I wake up in the morning, and I get out of bed, the first thing I do is I be sure that I pray and I thank God for everything I can think of right at that moment. It was a good night's sleep. It was a bad night's sleep. It was the sheets I have. It was the air conditioner keeping me cold. It's excitement for the day um gratitude is huge and uh and i feel like that that's a big part of of another piece of kind of who i am is is being grateful for the gifts that i do have rather than than getting just drowning in the idea of the stuff that we don't have that's right that's right baby <laughs> i love it i love it well, kevin thank you so much for joining us today man you're an inspiration keep going as I said, every morning I say to myself, keep going no matter what. 
and you're going to inspire tons of people as you are already have. And, you know, there's an obligation there as far as I'm concerned, because not everybody had the opportunity to go through what you went through. Yeah. I love it, dude. I appreciate you so much, man. All right, brother. Well, listen, guys, go check out the podcast, Grit, Grace, and Inspiration. That's my man, Kevin Lowe in the building. And thank you so much for the support of the That One uh, brand, the What Are You Made Of show, your boy C-Rock here. Keep coming back, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate you so much. And until next time, Kevin, hang tight for a second. Until next time, be that one. Artlist.io. <laughs>